Well, brethren, today, I would like to talk about the spiritual danger of little sins. The spiritual danger of small or little sins. Now, a lot of people would think that little sins are insignificant. They can be easily ignored. And sometimes, in our society, they are also tolerated. But let me just give you, or share with you, a famous, I don't know if you have heard about this proverb. Um, probably some of you have read this, but I would like to share this as a way to introduce this message. The title of this proverb is, For Want of a Nail. You might have heard about this. Let me read, and you could read along. Uh, it's in a flash in the screen. It says, For want of a nail, the shoe was lost. For want of a shoe, the horse was lost. For want of a horse, the rider was lost. For want of a rider, the message was lost. For want of a message, the battle was lost. For want of a battle, the kingdom was lost. And all for the want of a horseshoe nail. So you can just see, brethren, that even a very insignificant thing like a nail could cost someone, could cost a king of his kingdom. For want of a nail. Another example here. So um, let me just flash you out some images here. Yeah, so that is the the shoe of a horse. So they use the nail to to make sure to fasten it under the hoof of the of the horse's feet. So just because of a nail, a kingdom could be lost. Now, let me show you another example here. Uh, the next image is what you call the Mariner A aircraft. In 1962, a small typo in a single line of code caused the failure of the Mariner 1 spacecraft, a NASA mission designed to explore Venus. And do you know what that, um, that error, that single line of code? It is just a small high pen. Just a small high pen. And um, I actually, I read through this and it says that it's a letter R in the code and it should have a small hyphen on top of it, but it was not included in the code. And because of that, um, it says here, the omission of hyphen in the code led to the incorrect guidance signals resulting in the spacecraft veering off course just minutes after launch. So it was launched and then uh, just a few minutes, they could see that, oh, it's going to the wrong direction. And during that launch, they have to make a very difficult decision. Because if that spacecraft is going to continue its, its, um, its, project, its, its projection, it will hit uh, um, places where civilians are. It could kill a lot of people. And so mid-air, they have to explode. They have to destroy the Mariner 1 spacecraft in mid-air. And because of that, brethren, that resulted into a loss of $18.5 million. And uh, I've, I've looked into how, uh, if it is converted today, it is converted to $156 million in today's money. That's equivalent to $8.5 billion pesos. That's how costly. And it's all because 
of one small symbol, the high pen. Now, just this week, brethren, on Tuesday, last Tuesday, I decided to build an extension for our bed. And because of this, uh, my brother-in-law uh, gave me a circular saw. I used to saw with just handheld saw, but this one is kind of uh, more advanced. And so this is the first time I'm going to use the, hand, the circular saw. And so I was pointing the circular saw to the wood. And then on my first click of the power button, um, uh, a small speck of dust flew and it, it hit my right eye. Bang! So I, I was um, napuwing ako. I cannot I cannot see for a few few seconds, and then I tried to look, and the speck was stuck in my eye. I I, I ran to my wife. Ah, honey, can you please remove? But she cannot see it. She cannot find the the speck, and so I, I underestimated it. I said oh, maybe tomorrow it will just go away, and then by the tomorrow my eyes really hurt. It's so uh, it, um, the speck. I could every blink that I make, I could feel the 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 speck grating against my eyeball and my eyelid. It's so painful, and my right eye was constantly tearing. And para kung nakapalod ng drama, I was I was crying. But the weird thing is that it's only my right eye that's crying, and. Um, the, the tear is going through my nose and that's why I get sniffles. I cannot work properly so I don't and I have to constantly close my eyes and it's just really irritating it is it came to the point that it's very uh, painful that I came and asked for the help of our pastor I, I told my uh, uh, can you please help me and they we tried to to flush it out with water it's we, we did everything that we know how to handle mga, um, uh, getting uh, speck in your eyes. So, to, um, I, I asked Dani to anoint me. and uh, Before I left, uh, at that time, I was, uh, I decided to go to the doctor because it is really irritating. It's very painful. And I remember Dani telling me na, Sana Josh, no? The, the, the speck would just suddenly disappear on your way to the hospital. So, I said, please, lang. And so, I went to that doctor, and lo and behold, the ophthalmologist is not there. So, sabi ko, oh, sayang. Talaga, I really wanted to, to take it out, and, uh, and I asked the receptionist, pwede ba pumunta sa, ano, sa emergency room? I said, wala, no one would, would cater to you there. You have to wait. You have to go. Uh, that was around 10.30, I know 9:30, and so I have in that the receptionist said that I have to go back at 3:30 p.m. So I have to endure more pain, and I asked the the ano, the, the receptionist uh, the assistant. Sabi ko, how much would this cost? Sabi niya, um, sir, if that's going to have eye examination, we're going to use the microscope, and then that's for uh, for extraction. That would amount around 3,200 pesos. <gasps> Sabi ko, really? Just to get that off from my eyes, 3,200. Yes, sir, that's usually the, the price. So, sabi ko, sige, balik na nao, 330. And then when I came back, I, I, I went home and um, I told my wife, Han, can you please take a second look? Baka ngayon makita mo na. Actually, I was feeling hopeless at that time because uh, um, ilang beses na tinignan, wala pa rin, hindi nakikita. So, I just, I just um, give it another shot. And uh, maybe because it's daylight, there's additional sunlight coming inside our house. 
she finally found the tiny speck in my eye. And so, she took a uh, piece of tissue and then uh, tried to take it out. And when I blink, you can just imagine the amount of relief I, I, I experienced at that time. That the, the grating, the grating uh, feeling is gone. My eyes is stopped crying. And, and I could see more clearly already because of that. Uh, if you could just flash the 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 picture of how small this the 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 speck is and i don't know if you could see that's my finger for for i know for so you could see how small that speck and that speck will cost me <laughs> 3200 pesos you know as a speck as tiny as that could actually cause a lot of pain irritation and discomfort in you you just get uh, you, you could you could see a lot of dirt outside of outside, and you could just imagine that those things, those small things, could actually hurt you. Kaya nga, di ba, may kasabihan, kung sino pa yung maliit, yun pa ang nakakapuwing. Impossible if you're going to mapuwing ka ng masyadong malaking bagay. That's, I know, that's kind of hard to think about. But I, I'm, I'm telling you this, brethren, just to illustrate to you the hidden danger of small scenes in our lives. And you might think, ah, malit lang, malit na bagay lang yan. It will not really hurt you, and it would really, uh, it has its its inco, inconse, inse, inconsequential lang ang kanyang effect sa you. Eh, but uh, later I will show you the danger of little sins. Now, let's just first um, establish our definition here. What are small sins or little sins? You see, brethren. All sins, no matter how small or big they are, they have one common penalty. The ultimate penalty is death. We read in Romans 6 verse 23, a very familiar scripture here, it says, The wages of sin is death. Now, sins, that sins are transgression of the law, and when you break God's law, then you have sinned. Okay, that's very clear. All sins will separate you from God. But in the Bible, brethren, there's um, there's different levels of sin. We go to let's go to John 19 verse 11, brethren. John 19 verse 11 to prove this point. It says here. Let's just start in verse 10. Then Pilate said to him, "Are you not speaking to me?" Do you not know that I have power to crucify you and power to release you? Verse 11, this is Joshua speaking. You could have no power at all against me unless it had been given you from above. Notice. Therefore, the one who delivered me to you has the greater sin. So, we can see here that Joshua recognized that there's, um, there's, a cer- there's certain levels of sin. At this point, the ones who delivered him committed greater sin compared to the sin that was committed by Pilate. So, the Bible tells us as well that um, there are sins that could receive um, lesser, lesser penalties and those who have more or se- more severe um, uh, penalties. Just for example, in our case today, someone who have killed a person would receive a greater penalty compared to someone who broke traffic rules. 
right? So, in this context, there are little sins and there are also big sins, alright? So, that's what I want to um, establish at this moment, the small sins. Now, why are small sins dangerous? Alright, pocket. But why is it very dangerous? Well, the first thing or the first reason is that small sins can be very deceptive. They can be very deceptive. Deceptive. We can easily dismiss small sins as something not really serious. Diba? Ay, malit lang yung bagay yan. Konting kasalanan lang yan. It will not send you to hell. Yan mga sinasabi. Hindi ka maimperno, anak. So, a lot of people will think that small sins are nothing serious. And like what I mentioned to you earlier, that there are even small sins that the society would accept and even tolerate. And, um, last time, I saw a video of someone who is interviewing random women in the streets. Ang tanong niya is this, is it acceptable for your partner to watch porn? Yun tanong sa kanila. And do you know the overwhelming answer? The answer is yes. Sabi nila, as long as, uh, yes, it is okay for my partner to watch porn, as long as she doesn't, uh, he doesn't look for another woman, hanggang dyan ang gagawin niya. Can, can, you see, can you just see, brethren, that even small sins today are tolerated? And a lot of people don't see its negative effect. Now, death. So, we can see here, brethren, that big sins started small. And when you don't take care or you don't overcome that small sin, it will eventually grow. And when it becomes big, it brings forth death. So, a lot of us, diba, lahat naman tayo, we have desires. Lahat tayo, meron tayo mga gusto sa buhay. But when we are very occupied with those things, brethren, and it, it, it transforms those things into sin, then it will eventually lead to death. So, for, uh, for me to better ex, um, explain this to you and illustrate it to you, I want to show, I want you, I, please join me in going through the Bible, and I want to show you examples of people and their little sins, and what was the consequences of those little sins, alright? So I, I, I believe this is a very interesting uh, discussion because we are, uh, we are going to discover how little sins could actually destroy a person. Okay, let's go to the first example here, brethren. Let's go to Lot and his wife, alright? As much as I want to give Lot's wife a name, the Bible that didn't tell us, but let's just call her Lot's wife, alright? So, let's go to uh, Genesis 13. Genesis 13 here, verse 10. So, the little sin that I'm going to uh, discuss with you is the little sin of choosing the wrong crowd. Lot and his wife, Genesis 13. So, that's the first book of our Bible. Verse 10. So, this was the time when um, Lot and Abraham needs to separate their ways because their shepherds, uh, their shepherd, um, their herdsmen were uh, having fights that the, the land could not support them anymore, and so they have to go their uh, separate ways. In verse ten it says, "And Lot lifted his eyes and saw all the plain of Jordan, 
that it was well watered everywhere before Yahweh destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, like the garden of Yahweh, like the land of Egypt, as you go toward Zohar. Verse 11, Then Lot chose for himself all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east. And then, you can see here in verse 12, Abram dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent even as far as Sodom. Can you just see the progression, brethren? In verse 10, Lot was just lifting his eyes toward the plain of Jordan. Nakikita niya lang, uy, parang maganda dun ah. And, and because of that, brethren, as he was meditating, he was thinking about the beautiful place of Jordan, he cannot take off his eyes about uh, his, his mind uh, from it. And then what did he do? In verse 12, he pitched his tent even as far as Sodom. Doon na siya. Lumapit siya na lumapit sa Sodom. And notice in verse, uh, let's go to Genesis 19 verse 1. Look at the progression of, of, uh, of Lot's compromise here. Genesis 19 verse 1. Now the two angels came to Sodom in the evening, notice, and Lot was sitting in the gate of Sodom. He wasn't living outside of Sodom anymore. He was actually living in Sodom. Grab you know? So, at first he was just looking, and then he was, he was um, outside of Sodom, and now he is now inside Sodom. And because of that, brethren, he was, um, he was um, surrounded by a lot of, of uh, wicked people in that city. And as you can see, brethren, for all of us, we might think that choosing the wrong crowd isn't that of a big deal. Alright? Merok ang kaibigan na palainom. You have a friend that is a um, uh, chain smoker. You have a friend who likes to um, mag- magmura. And you have a friend who likes to mambabae, punta ng bar, punta nito. You might think that's okay because as long as I'm not, I'm not doing what he's doing, it's okay. We're just friends. We are just... But brethren, the more you expose yourself to the crowd, to the wrong crowd, the more you are going to learn their ways. Let me just give you an example. Now, this is not a bad example, right? Uh, this is a neutral uh, example. Just to give you a, um, an example, right? Um, many years ago, right? When Korea... Is <laughs> so I the, um is <laughs> so when when Korea was known for uh, in the past hindi nalagyan sila known for K drama okay so um he was um Korea was uh, ngayon na lang yan naging they are famous of Korean drama and then uh, there was this specific um uh, Korean novela that is uh, a lot of people was talking about it. It is actually crash landing on you. Oh, yeah, yeah, alam niyo na yan. So that is what they call Chloe. So I was, I was uh, influenced. I was. Uh, my wife told me, Josh, nice, uh, This is very nice. Let's watch this together. So I watched that. I, I watched it, and, and it was really good. I was hooked. It was very nice. And you know what, brethren? Because I was exposed to K drama. I was slowly adapting the culture of Korea. I was saying, "Ang sayo, ay ang sayo, <laughs> anong, anong sayo." At tapos, I was doing some 
finger finger um, finger hearts and then um, uh, we are eating Korean food na, can you just imagine I'm not eating ramyun uh, ramyun in the past but now I'm eating ramyun so you could just see brethren the more you expose yourself into something you would eventually adapt it diba? and may, maybe you have you can relate to this na eventually you 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 kind of adapt things when you are exposed to it and the same thing here brethren Lot was being exposed to the wrong crowd and he was thinking oh it's okay wala naman akong ginagawang masama I was just living here actually dito lang naman ako sa labas ng Sodom eh o tapos naramdaman niya it's not that bad it's not that really bad so maybe I can move closer and then move closer and closer and tapos nandun na siya sa loob ng Sodom so you could see the progression of what happened and thankfully um, Lot was uh, was able to overcome his attachment to Sodom. The problem was his wife. His wife was so attached to Sodom. Maybe, I, I don't know, the Bible didn't tell us why. Maybe he was thinking, na, oh, kawawa naman yung mga kaibigan ko doon. Nandun yung bahay namin, nandun yung aso ko, nandun yung pusa ko. And my, my source of living is in there. And so what did, he, what did she do? She looked back. And she turned into a pillar of salt. Yeah, you can see here, brethren, that the problem with small sin is that at first, it doesn't seem so serious. Pero when, the more you think about it, the more you are consumed by it, you will eventually get destroyed. So that is the first one, brethren. The first example, the little sin of the wrong crowd. And number two, the little sin of lastful thoughts. Yan, yan. Lastful thoughts. Let's go to the life of King David here, brethren. You probably, and I would say you have already heard about this story. 2 Samuel verse, chapter 11. 2 Samuel 11 verse 5. Uh, 1 verse 5. And <clears throat> so this is the little scene of lustful thoughts. Verse 1. It happened in the spring of the year at the time when kings go out to battle that David sent Joab and his servants with him in all Israel and they destroyed the people Ammon and besieged Rabbah. Notice this. But David remained at Jerusalem. So, you could just hear that it says that the kings should be going out to battle. But King David remained in Jerusalem. Verse 2. Then it happened one evening that David arose from his bed and walked on the roof of the king's house. And from the roof, he saw a woman bathing. Now, this is not just an ordinary woman, brethren. It says here, And the woman was very beautiful to behold. Krabi! So, at that point, brethren, we, before this point, huh? before this point, David already have a problem with sexual morality, sexual immorality. One, one case in point is that he took more than one wife. Uh, we have Abigail and we have uh, the first, Mich- uh, I forget the name, Mich- Michael. So she, uh, he had multiple wives already. And by this time, he should have already recognized that there are problems in the And so I, th- I don't know if this is, um, this is something that, maybe this is not the first time that David saw but Sheba bathing. Perhaps, siguro nakita niya na in the past and then 
he was hoping that one, uh, uh, some nights baka, ay baka makita ko ulit si Bathsheba ito na yun, ito na yun, oh yun bingo, nakita ko ulit so, at this time he didn't just, he didn't just um, tawag ito, he entertained the thought of Bathsheba he, maybe, ewan ko sa kanya pero, alam niyo na, iniisip ng mga lalaki diba, um, they are um, very visual, siguro he was replaying in his mind over and over again, ah, ang ganda naman ni Bathsheba di ko na kaya to, so ano nangyari verse 3 so David said, inquired about the woman, and someone said, Is this that Bathsheba, the daughter of Iliam, the wife of Uriah, the Hittite? Now, alam niyo ba kung bakit na sinabi yun? Because this person is trying to dissuade, dissuade David from doing the wrong thing. Kasi, sabi niya, kin David, si Bathsheba yan, ano yan? Um, ano yan? Uh, anak niya ni, ni, anak niya ni Iliam, one of your top officials. Tapos, anak pa ay asawa pa yan, Uriah. Uh, one of your lo- most loyal soldier. So, at that time, dapat, alam na ni David, eh, dapat, hindi, ah, hindi ko na gagawin to. But, what did he do, brethren? Then David sent messengers and took her and she came to him and he lay with her for she was cleansed from her impurity and she returned to her house. And verse 5, And the woman conceived, so she sent and told David and said, I am with child. Grabe. So, it all started with just one single small sin. He was trying to entertain the thought of Bathsheba. And because of that, brethren, it became full-blown. It became a sin. And now, he has to face the consequences of his actions. And we have seen kung ano ginawa ni David dito. He orchestrated the death of one of his most loyal officer or soldier, Uriah. Alam niyo ba, if this, go, if this has happened many years before this, this, this could have been David. Si David dapat tong Uriah Ngayon, David is acting like Saul. Napaliptad. So, can you just see the negative transforming power of small sins? Grabe. It could transform a valiant, a brave, a most honored man into, I would say, a sinful and disgusting man who orchestrated the death of his soldier. Grabe. So, you could see here, brethren, that the little sin of lustful thoughts could actually destroy you. Kaya nga, um, as a, a, bilang lalaki, we are not immune to uh, sexual temptation. You, you always have to control it. Ewan ko lang sa mga babae how, how strong lustful thoughts are. But in men, it is very strong for some, for some people. You have to constantly check, oh, I don't want to think about this. You have to, you have to divert your attention. Pag may nakita, may nakita kang billboard dyan na medyo bastos, dapat dito ka tatumingin. Pag nagdadrive ka, may nagdadjogging dyan, dapat di mo tignan. Ganun yun. Ma, mapabangga ka na lang. Bahala na, mapangga. Basta di magkasala. <laughs> so, I was just t- telling you that it could really be a very difficult thing for, especially for men, these lustful thoughts. But, we are called to do the, the, the difficult things and not the easy things. Men needs to control themselves. Okay? That's why, because if you are going to entertain little sins such as these lustful thoughts, you could be, you could become like King David. Alright, so that's number two. 
Example number three, the little sin of anger. Let's go to Numbers 27, 20 verse 7. Let's read the example of Moses. Numbers 20. Verse 7, yeah. Numbers 20, verse 7, sabi nito. <clears throat> then Yahweh spoke to Moses saying, Take the rod. You and your brother Aaron gathered the congregation together. Speak, okay? Speak to the rock before their eyes and it will yield its water. Thus, you shall bring water for them out of the rock and give drink to the congregation and their animals. Ayan. Very clear instruction. Speak to the rock and then there's water coming out and then you will be able to quench the thirst of the congregation. Verse 10. Dito ng problema. And Moses and Aaron gathered the assembly together before the rock and he said to them, Hear now, you rebels! Galit na galit si ano? Galit na galit si, si Moses! Hear now, you rebels! Must we bring water for you out of this rock? Kanon! Then Moses lifted his hand and struck the rock twice with his rod. Grabe! Sa sobrang galit niya, nakalimutan niya eh. Sabi ni Yahweh, dapat nagsalita, I will just have to speak to the rock. Pero he's, he struck the rock not just once, but twice. And water came out abundantly and the congregation and their animals drunk. Verse 12. Ano nangyari? Siguro sabi ni Moses, oh, okay naman, lumabas naman yung tubig. Nagkamali nga ako, pero okay naman siguro. Pero look at this. Then Yahweh spoke to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not believe me to hallow me in the eyes of the children of Israel, therefore you shall not bring this assembly into the land which I have given them. Grabe no? For just that one mistake, Moses was forbidden to enter the promised land. Grabe, ikaw na nga yung trabaho dun sa Egypt, you are the one who 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 um, became the the spokesman, the messenger, and then all of that. And then suddenly, you will not be able to enter the promised land because of one single mistake here? Now, why is that, brethren? Could it be that Moses have unresolved issues? Maybe he was really frustrated at that time, and he was battled up. He was just, iniipon niya lang lahat ng galit niya. He should have asked Yahweh to help him with this issue. Kaya, yung kasi sabi niya, di ba? Um, this is the last straw that broke the camel's back. Yung straw, yung ano, that's only, that's very light, napakaganyan. Pero dahil sa sobrang dami ng straw sa likod ng ano, ng kamay, paglagay, it broke the camel's back. And this perhaps, the breaking point of Moses. Maybe, at that, before that time, talagang, ah, nakakainis naman itong mga Israelites, gano'n ang ginagawa lagi, tapos, um, they don't know how to be grateful. And so, this frustration, this anger, was bottled up in himself, and then, it, it, it finally broke out. And this happened. That's why, brethren, if you are ang- angry, don't try to, to squeeze it in in your, in your life. Do not try to hide it. You have to talk about it. You have to resolve it. Because you never know. Yeah. Kaya, di ba? Usually, pag mga mag-asawa, ito, asa, ano naman, example na naman. For example, <laughs> uh, sa, sa mag-asawa, di ba? Uh, magtataka yung asawa mo. Huh? Yun lang naman ginawa ko. Yun lang naman sinabi ko. Ba't nagalit yun? Kasi, before that, 
marami na yun na ipon na. Ha? Ba't ganun? Because um, the, the things that you have said before, akala mo lang okay yun, pero para sa kanya hindi pala. And he was just, uh, tinitiis niya lang, he was just um, um, keeping it himself, but eventually it exploded. So that is the danger of the little sin of anger. Now, anger it's of itself is not a sin, okay? Kahit si Yahweh, di ba? Nagagalit din. But if this sin leads you to sin, if this anger leads you to sin, then that's the danger. Alright, so that's the third example here. Let's go to the fourth one. This one is very, uh, actually this is one of the stories that the atheist would use to, use to say that God is a monster. Yan yung sinasabi nila. So tingnan natin kung ano itong story na to. Let's go to 2 Samuel 6, to 6 verse 1. 2 Samuel. Ayan lang. Second Samuel 6. So this is the story of Uzzah. 6 verse 1 to... Yeah. Chapter 6 verse 1 to 7. So again David gathered all the choice men of Israel 30,000. 30, and David arose and went with all the people who were with him from Baal, Judah, to bring up from there the ark of God, whose name is called by the name Yahweh of hosts who dwells between the cherubim. So they set the ark of God on a new cart and brought it out of the house of Abinadab, which was on the hill, and Uzzah and Ahio, the sons of Abinadab, drove the new cart. And they brought it out of the house of Abinadab, Abinadab, which was on the hill, accompanying the ark of God. And Ahio went before the ark. Then David and all the house of Israel played music before Yahweh and all kinds of instruments of fir wood, on harps, on stringed instruments, and tambourines, on sistrums, and on cymbals. So these people, on the surface, seems to be doing the right thing. Akala nyo, oh, meron tayong new cart, meron pang music, and we are, we are going to have parade. It's going to be a big event, a very joyous, a lot of people would be very happy about this. But, look at this brethren. Actually, this is um, the little scene of ignoring God's instruction. The little scene of ignoring God's instruction. You know why, brethren? Have you seen what's wrong in this picture? The first one is this. The Ark of Covenant, of uh, the Ark of God, was put into a cart. It should be carried. There's a, there's a ring and there's a pole that should be put and then it should be carried. And not just by any man. It should be carried by the house of Kohath, the Levites. It should not be carried by anyone. So, a lot of people who think na, ay okay na yan, pwede na yan. O diba, uh, we have that kind of um, uh, mentality sometimes na, okay na yan, pwede na yan, pwede makapasa lagi na. But, in effect, Yahweh has a very high standard. Hindi siya basta-basta lang. Hindi pwede basta-basta, oh pwede na yan. Look at here. Because of that, brethren, what happened in verse 6? And when they came to Nahon's threshing floor, Uzzah, put out his hand to the ark and took hold of it. Now, this is another prohibition that no one should touch holy things. No one should hold. Na, ano ginawa ni Uzzah? Hinawa kanya. He held the ark of covenant for the oxen stampled the tumba. And he was just there trying to help. Kaya nga sabi ng mga atheists, oh, tignan nyo na. Uzzah was just trying to help. Tapos, ano ginawa ng, ano ginawa ng Panginoon? 
Then the anger of Yahweh was aroused against Uzzah and God struck him there for his error and he died there by the ark of God. So, this is an example of the little sin of ignoring God's instruction. If you are not careful, brethren, binabasta-basta mo lang, kaya, di ba, just a single day in keeping our uh, holy days, just a single day could actually mean a lot to us. Kahit isang araw lang yan. Isang one day difference. So, this is telling us, brethren, that it is very serious for us not to ignore God's instruction. So, the fifth, the fifth example here, brethren, the little sin of covetousness. The little sin of covetousness. Let's go to the story of Achan. Let's go to the story of Achan here. In Joshua 7, Joshua chapter 7, verse 19, 25. Now, Joshua said to Achan, My son, I beg you. So, you probably have heard about his story. This is Achan. Um, uh, he stole some precious materials and the spoils and then he hid it under his tent. And because of that, they were defeated in the battle of Ai. Oh, Ai. So, my son, I beg you, give glory to Yahweh, God of Israel. Make confession to him and tell me now what you have done. Do not hide it from me. In verse 20, And Achan answered Joshua and said, Indeed, I have sinned against Yahweh Elohim of Israel, and this is what I have done. Now notice, this is very important, brethren. When I saw among the spoils a beautiful Babylonian garment, very familiar, you know? Those are the same words uh, Eve used in the Garden of Eden. When he saw the fruit, look at this, When I saw among the spoils a beautiful Babylonian garment, 200 shekels of silver and a wedge of gold weighing 50 shekels, I coveted, I coveted them and took them. He coveted them and took them. And there they are hidden in the earth in the midst of my tent with the silver under it. You know what? Um, the little sin of, of covetousness, is very, covetousness is very serious, brethren, because it starts in the mind. Now, whatever controlling your mind would control your action. If God is controlling your mind, then well, good. But if sin is controlling your mind, like covetousness, brethren, it's going to destroy you. And because of that, brethren, if you would, uh, if you think about it, covetousness could lead to different types of sin. Ang dami. If you covet the wife of your neighbor, then it would lead to adultery. If you're going to covet the, the smartphone or the, the, the stuff of your, of your neighbor, then it could lead to theft. If you're going to, to covet the people, the, the life of others, then you might, have, you, you, you might kill them. There's just so many things that covetousness could lead to. And because of that, brethren, when you are over... Um, when you are controlled by your envy, jealousy, and covetousness, brethren, it could destroy you. Kaya nga, di ba, if you're going to read through this story, brethren, Achan eventually was stoned to death. 
along with his family. Bakit natama yung pamilya? Because it could be that the family tolerated the sin. They know what happened. They know that ikaw ba naman, under your tent and no one's going to know? Absolutely, your family might even know what you did that. So, the sin of covetousness has led to his demise. What's more, brethren, this is very important. Coveting can become a form of idolatry. When you desire a possession or you are desiring a status, it could become your object of love and devotion, which could become stronger than your love and devotion towards God. It shifts your focus from God to the worldly desires. So that is very, that's why it's very dangerous, the little sin of covetousness. Number six, the story of Ananias and Sapphira. And this is the little sin of lying. Let's go there, brethren. Acts 5. Let's now go to the New Testament or Apostolic writing. Acts 5 says here, verse 1. But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession. So if you would read uh, Acts 4, uh, you would read about um, Bar. Barnabas, who also sold his possession and gave it to the apostles. And now, this Barnabas has become an object of respect. Yung mga tao, sa kanya, he was admired because he sold everything and gave it to the apostles. And now, Ananias and Sapphira would like the same recognition. Sabi ah, alam ko na. We can sell our possession. But, look at this. And he kept back part of the proceeds, his wife also being aware of it, and brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. So, hindi lahat binigay, pero sabi niya, oh, tignan kami. Binigay namin lahat. Everything. We gave it to the apostles. Oh, tatapos, mayroon ang tao. Uy, ang galing naman niya noon, nananayas sa Pyra. But because of that, brethren, look at this. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep it back part of the price of the land for yourself? While it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not in your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. And because of that, Ananias was struck down and he died. And later, a few moments from that, his, a few hours from that, his wife also died. And do you think, brethren, that this is the first time that Ananias and Sapphira lied? I don't think so. Because if you lived a life of lying, it would be easier for you to do this. So, this is not the first time. So, we could, I, I would say that in the past, they might have lied so that they could gain the favor of others. And some of us might have, might have also lied in the past. Or maybe in the future as well. Because we want to perhaps avoid responsibility. Perhaps we want to uh, look good in the, in the eyes of other people. Maybe we are lying so that we could take advantage of other people. And sometimes we think that's, that's okay. Wala namang nangyari. Wala nangyari masama. But when you live a life of lying and it becomes a habit and you don't get 
Hindi ka na nakokonsensya? You don't feel bad about it anymore? You would eventually be like um, Ananias and Sapphira. You see, there's a lot of examples of small sins. Like lying. Diba? I could, um, you might have heard parents saying, Oh, may mumu dyan. Bisag wala, diba? Oh, kukunin ka ng pulis. Or they would say na, um, uh, especially sa mga driver, diba? Just to to avoid uh, getting ish, uh, tickets issued, they would make some lie na, Sir, dito lang mong ko. Eh, yung pala, ang malayo pala na pupuntahan niya. So, there's a lot of things that we could lie about. And if we don't get bothered anymore by our conscience, then we might end up like Ananias and Sapphira. So that's the little scene of lying. And, and finally here, brethren, the last story that I have for you is the little scene of So I think this is just the same um, the same story that I gave earlier. So those are the six stories that I would like to share with you. The stories of little sins and how they have affected the people's lives in the past. Now my next question for you brethren is this. What are the little sins in your life? What are the little sins that you think na it's not really serious. Hindi naman kailangan. It's just maliit lang na bagay. It will not really kill me. It will not really harm other people. What are those little sins, brethren, that um, we are harboring in our life and we don't see the need to change anymore? Now, to help you, brethren, I have a list of little sins here. Now, I don't give this list to make, um, to point fingers or to make you... Um, uh, to make myself better because a lot of these things, little sins, I also commit. So, this is a self-reflection list, okay? So, uh, like I mentioned earlier, that sometimes small sins are so small that we don't recognize them anymore. So, this is going to be uh, a way for us to be reminded that these are small sins. And some of these are not actually sin, but little compromises that could lead to sin. Okay? So I want you to um, to look into this list and silently evaluate yourself. Okay? You don't have to tell me, Josh, ako yan. You don't have to do that. Okay? So just silently reflect on this list. Okay? Kasi sa first pa lang, baka magtasa ng kamay. So number one, <laughs> actually, number one, little scene number one, gossiping. Ayan. Gossiping. Sometimes you think that um, you know, we are just ano lang naman, we are just um, socializing, diba? Sometimes wala kasing wala sa wala kasing juicy subject eh. So ito na lang pag-usapan natin, pag-usapan na natin yung ibang tao. Ayun. Diyan maraming uh, umaabot ng madaling araw <laughs> yung kwentuhan pag ibang tao yung pinag-uusapan. So gossiping. Number 2. Ayun, sabi ko na to, lying. Okay? Sa especially white lies. A lot of us might be uh, doing that, white lies, yung halimbawa, sasabihin sa anak, oh, anak, dyan lang naman ako sa labas. Tapos, pag umalis na, nagtatago pa para hindi makita ng anak, para hindi umiyak. So, that is actually a form of lying. Diba? Sabihin na, anak, uh, tapos yung pala, nagkaroon na ng trust issue yung anak nyo kasi hindi, na, hindi kayo nagsasabi ng totoo. So, that's one form of lying. Number three, the form of entertainment that we choose. 
is very important, ha? For, for example, what are the music that we are listening to? Diba? There, actually, there's a lot of examples na, for example, there are singers who started out good, um, uh, pakit lang, maganda yung mga lyrics, maganda yung mga music, but, but because of the demand of people, they turned into, I would say, questionable and questionable already. I, might, I, I don't have to name names, pero at first album, maganda pa. Three times. Second album, medyo, yun ba ito nangyayari sa kanya? Third album, yun na. And because people are used to listening to her, they don't question anymore. Ano, ano yung mga sasabi niyang uh, mga lyrics dyan? It does the, the dark side of the lyrics, hindi na nila nakikita. So, how about our movies, the movies that we watch? Okay? So, we don't, we don't, we should not be complacent with what, with the type of entertainment that we are watching. And next is Sabbath compromises. Ayan, marami dito. Sometimes, um, we, we, na, uh, attend nga tayo ng Sabbath services, but when we are in our house, we are watching um, a lot of things, we are doing social media so much, that we don't have time to Bible study, to study the Bible. We don't have time to, um, to, to pray. So these things, Sabbath compromises, malit lang, pero eventually, what will happen? Konting compromise, tapos talalaki na naman. Tulad ng last time, um, if you are going to compromise now, pupunta ka ng school, next time, oh, di ba lasa pa dun? Di ka naman nag, pum, di ba pumunta ka ng umaga dito? Ulitin na lang natin. And then you would compromise and then comment. Wala na. And eventually, you stop attending Sabbath services. So, this is very important. You should not underestimate the little sins in Sabbath compromises. Number five, oh, we have mentioned then, mentioned this, lustful thoughts. Number six, ito, laziness. Ayan, laziness. And related to this is procrastination. Laziness is something that we think, um, magpahulay sa core. Um, pahinga muna ako, I'll just a little bit more sleep here. And then, and then, all of a sudden, it's already 9 o'clock, 10 a.m. na, 11 a.m. Wala ka pang nagawa. So, this could actually lead to sin as well. Especially at work. Nasa trabaho ka nga, pero di ka namang katrabaho. You are being paid by the hour, but you are not working properly. So, that is actually a form of stealing from your employer. Number seven, ito, napaka-importante. Negative speech. Negative speech. We are we are murmuring, complaining, or maybe if you're not complaining, you're always finding faults in others. Ayan, ano naman yan? They say na, oh, na-promote ka. Hmm, na-promote na yan kasi sip-sip yan eh. O diba? Or, ay, na-honor yan. Eh, kasi sige, magunag pangupya. Diba? Ang daming, ang daming masabi. Tapos pag sinabi na, oh, ang sarap ng ulam. Sabi na, ay, mas masarap yung ulam ko sa bahay. Diba? So, well, always finding faults in others and being overly judgmental. Sobrang judgmental. And then we have discontentment. Hindi na ko contento. And this could lead to materialism. Mater- being materialistic kasi, kasi you're not being contented with your what you need or what you have. And then you have lack of gratitude. Diba? Kahit lang sana a simple thank you would be enough. Pero di mo lang magawa, di mo lang masabi. Being envious and jealous. Number 11, 
worrying that leads to disbelief. Lagi kang namuroblema. Uh, okay lang naman, worrying itself is not really that um, sinful, but when it leads to unbelief, hindi ka na naniniwala anymore. Oh, lagi na lang ako ganito. Tapos, paano na to? Wala, wala akong makain. So, that could lead to lack of faith. And this one, spending our time foolishly. Okay, kung saan-saan mo lang, kung saan-saan ka lang pumupunta, kung ano lang ginagawa mo. And then, being a people pleaser. Always trying to please other people more than God. And then, ito, lack of forgiveness. Hindi marunong magpatawad. Ibis na, um, Aakala natin, it's, uh, okay lang naman. Uh, hindi ko na siya pansinin, hindi ko na siya patawarin. But actually, this is going to lead to bigger sins. Hatred? You have frustration? Dadalhin mo pa ba yan sa hukay mo? Huwag na! Masyadong mabigat. Masyadong may kliyang buhay para sa mga negative emotions. So, patawarin mo na. The sooner the, the, sooner the better to repair the relationship. And then, neglecting spiritual disciplines like preaching the gospel, prayer, Bible study, fasting, and meditation. Those things are our duties. Those things should, we ought to do in our lives. So, this is not a comprehensive, um, this is not an exhaustive list, brethren. There's a lot of little things that I haven't mentioned. But, brethren, I would say that these things are the most common ones. And I want us to be more mindful of them and try to overcome them. So, now, we know the, what are small sins and um, why they are dangerous. So the next question here is, how are we going to overcome little sins? How are we going to do that, brethren? I have here four steps. Let me just go through them quickly. Number one is to, of course, recognize little sins. We have to recognize it. Recognize its danger. Recognize its negative effect in you. Because if you're not going to really understand the danger of little sins, you won't have the motivation to change. Alright? So you have to recognize it. Number two, pray to God for help. Remember, you cannot overcome little sins. You cannot overcome things without the help of Yahweh. We need this supernatural power to help us overcome these little sins. Because brethren, you will never reach a point in your life that you will never be tempted anymore. It's a lifelong, lifelong process, brethren. So let's go to number three. Study the scripture. Ayan. The scripture is the sword. Okay, This is going to be used to help us overcome little sins in our lives. The more you study the word of God, the more you have a better understanding of how to overcome sin. And finally, brethren, number four, Persist in overcoming sin. Like I said, brethren, overcoming sin is never a one-time event. It is a lifelong process. The problem, brethren, is that if you stop overcoming, you become comfortable with sin, parang you are just ignoring it in your life. Just like what in our stories, brethren, it would eventually destroy you. If you are very comfortable, brethren, I can tell you with 100% certainty that you will eventually reap the fruit of the little sins. Remember, brethren, little sins 
will not remain little. It will grow. It will grow. Kahit anong gawin mo, it will grow if you will not take care of it. So brethren, let me just leave you these very important words from Master and Savior. Let's go to our final scripture here, brethren. Luke 16. Luke 16, verse 10. And I hope that you will remember this principle. 16, verse 10. Yeshua said, He who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. Just imagine that, brethren. Yahshua is saying that if you cannot overcome little sins, how are you going to overcome bigger sins? If we can't even overcome these things in life, how is God going to trust us with the bigger things in life? So brethren, let us do our best in overcoming little sins in our lives. We are not called to a life of complacency and comfort. We are called to overcome and strive for perfection. Brethren, let us not lose heart, but rather let's have the strength, courage, and faith to live a life pleasing to God. Hello friends, I need your help. If this is not too much to ask, please like, comment, and subscribe to our channel. This should only take 5 seconds of your time, but this simple gesture would help me reach more people and share the word of God with the rest of the world. You have the power to make a difference in people's lives.